0: I
1: the British to talk about <laughs>
2: says that we are live also today with another day for the present show. So welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here again with us. Uh, Lele here, as usual, with the mindful path that is Hello, nice everyone. and comfortably sitting. And together with us, the guest of today is Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Carrie Lomas. Hi. Um, you. Glad you are in the present show. Uh, and the important thing we're going to share today is... A- and, you know the part of the, the world of of kerry as such so uh first question to you kerry i know that you are you know uh, you are an ibm executive in this case so from from your uh, environment so you told me that we were discussing about mindfulness and you told me that mindfulness is particularly useful to you as a practice uh, so to be able to give the whole awareness for you as such as for your work but also for the work of you know people that are in your organization but also whoever works in you know project uh, or whatever task they're working so my first question would be how do you think mindfulness practice helps and how does it help for you in particular
0: thanks so i think that the risk of today where we're bombarded with so many different in-streams coming at us is that we never actually focus on one thing, or more importantly, one person. And mindfulness is a great way of getting some grounding and thinking really about being in the moment, being aware of your emotions, what's going on around you, how they impact you, and how that affects what you're doing, whether it's your performance to something that that needs um, you to be on your game, or whether it's just connecting with somebody so that they do feel like they are the most important thing in the world. If one of your team comes to you with a problem uh and you've got your phone ringing and you know your laptop's going bleep and you go oh excuse me i just need to answer this mindfulness is a really good way of actually bringing that back down and concentrating on the thing the task the person in front of you and uh and and grounding you as well we, we talk about um grounding and I, I i laughed with you earlier but i but i physically think that the, the reason the word granny is called granny is is because you need to be in touch with what's going on around you, and there's nothing like the ground for doing that. So I share that you know I, I walk around barefoot. I shan't show you my feet, but um, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm walking outside, I actually like to feel the grass. I actually, I like to feel the stone. Um, walking around inside, unless it's cold, then I do want to know what the day's like. I've got my feet. I'm sat bar barefooted in my kitchen, as you can probably see, and it's not cold because my feet are on metal. Um, but that gives me an awareness of,
2: of what's, what's happening, what's going around So grounding as such for you means the, the awareness of what is around you that is also uh, physically the sensation, the touch, the, you know, the temperature and so on. Uh, and, so, and how this uh, is translated then into a business? Uh, more focus or awareness or effectiveness or better communication?
0: So for me mindfulness starts with the physical what's going on around me. It might be the noises, Um, so this morning I took a walk, Uh, I didn't have a call, I think till about nine o'clock was my first call, Um, my husband had done the the school run. Um, I took the time to walk um, the dog and the first thing that I heard was the woodpecker. So I use that physicality and what's going on around, to then take it back down to what's the thing that I'm doing. And I might be, you know, actually the dog does need some attention. I've got a great big, big radiation image back. Um, now I could be on the telephone and that she knows she <laughs> knows I'm taking an over and she'll run away giving a chance uh, to chase a squirrel or, or whatever. So I use the premise and the premises to Determine what's important at this moment and and often you've planned what's important and it's then carrying it through by using all those physical and mental cues around you to then use that to focus. In another world it might be that when you meditate you use that to block out everything else. For me mindfulness is about understanding it so you use it to actually bring it into focus. Mm
1: -hmm. So you, you could think about it this way also Lele is so you're walking into a meeting room you could Ground yourself by focusing on on the shoes on the floor, on the temperature in the room, on any sounds that you're hearing. But uh, as Kerry is saying brilliantly, is to to narrow use feeling, sensation, sounds to narrow your all attention to this present moment, to this meeting, to this business situation, whatever it is. That's good. And, I and like I, And I don't
0: mind that people think you know it's that a bit hippie. I managed to sneak just inside the 60s, so I was born. Uh, the end of December 1969. So so I'm caught with um, that being slightly hippish, but I think that you have to be authentic uh, as well about it. And Pat, as you say, when I walk into a room, I, I will have already looked at LinkedIn if it's a client that I've not met before. I will have already done my research, and my planning. Mm-hmm. But each one of those people is there for a reason it's important to understand why they're there. And if you use those cues around you, you might understand that somebody is actually more nervous. You can look at so there's a you know all the usual things, the body language where they position themselves at the table, but you can use that to actually change and influence the room. You know, is it a positive meeting? Is there a problem? How are we going to solve the problem? And getting stressed and upset doesn't doesn't often solve issues. Um it's far better to actually go in with an open mind and with a in the presence and a calm presence that says we can get through this or a very positive presence that says this is important to me as well as being important to you so i think all of those things you can do by using mindfulness as a technique as a tool to help you in that first instance and, and i was really lucky i went on um, uh, a course um, at oxford which was about leadership it's just a one week um course i'd done my my grad there mm-hmm. uh, and i went back and i, I paid for this privately this wasn't something Funded by work. Um, And we have Richard Olivier with us for the week, who's Laurence Olivier's son. And he uses um, acting and mindfulness as tools in business to to truly understand both where you are and how you can influence what's going on around you. And everyone talks about taking a deep breath in, and he talks about taking your breath out. And he does the putting your feet on the floor and, and you know, wiggling your toes and feeling where you are, and then using that metaphor to feel where you are in the room, you know, did you walk into a hostile environment? Did you walk into um, a room that's up for innovation and, you know, ready to go? And and if not, how can you change that? What's the, what's the challenge? So I think there's a lot of what we don't realise is there's a lot of things around us that are used in other environments that can be channeled into business that become incredibly useful business tools.
2: So first thing would be anytime we need to do give a, a react to a certain thing and emotionally we shouldn't do that. We should just feel the environment, feel the emotions around and then then we can act effectively. So Yeah, the,
0: and you and I have got children and when, when you, you do your wonderful coaching with me, we've both had instances where our children have been running across the, yes. the background in the evenings. Um, and so, you know, there's times with your kids when you have to count to 10. Now, you and I know each other well enough that we're not worried about that kind of thing. We can gently turn to our children and say, I'm you know, I'm working at the moment. Um, but there are times when you may not be naturally about to do that very calmly because you might be slightly more stressed. It might be a client on Zoom. I use Zoom and I use Google Hangout with my clients. Um, and I might be tempted to be slightly less uh, less than calm at that moment in time, but it doesn't really no good. So just that you know, we talk about counting to ten, but really that's the mindfulness tool in its simplest form mm-hmm. of just bringing you back down to what's important and not reacting, thinking about the moment, thinking about
2: actually what what's appropriate for the situation. And uh, but and another another important thing is that this kind of awareness makes you. Um, uh, as we we discussed in some present shows ago was about a better communicator, right? so one wh- one thing i I, I saw in uh, in the in the approach you have, right? So is that you don't add this usual uh, executive layer in front of you when you talk to people. Hmm? So not only via Zoom, but also uh, you know f- physically, not only. Uh, via communication but also when you meet people around and this I think is much more productive because you then become accessible and by becoming accessible you can you know do more and better things around so what what do you think around that and uh, uh, any also from from mindful part if you have any consideration around this this area so Pat do you want
0: to go first
1: uh, it reminds me of like a, a story I heard recently about. Uh, there was this, <laughs> there was somebody from like the State Department or something in America that uh, when he would present at this conference, every time he went to it, they would organize the taxi for him, the the hotel, they check him in, they pick him up, they give him coffee, and he his candidacy ended, and he was just a you know a normal person, and he showed up at the conference and he had a styrofoam cup, and he said. Uh, this cup has taught me an important lesson that we're all the same because this year I had to take the taxi myself. I had to check in myself. I had to come here by myself. I didn't get a nice ceramic mug. All I got was the styrofoam cup and uh, he connected very well to those people. So underline all the uh, underneath all the labels and titles and things that we have. I mean, we're all human, right? And we're all connected, interconnected in this ever expanding galaxy or whatever you might call it and and that's what really connects to people is that that inside not what's on the outside and i think carrie does a great job at connecting with people underneath all that
0: thank you Pat. so, so for me part of it is i was brought up to respect everybody um not for their position in life and not for what it is that they're great at mm-hmm. um if you look at the buddhist belief in if you go to somewhere like Thailand it's one of the countries where you get very beautiful teak houses next to very poor houses and they don't resent it one way or the other um, and they believe that it's just the other man's luck the other person's luck that that's the position they they're in but there's no um, judgment going on about that now we, we can't help it most of us judge things on a minute by minute day by day basis but what we can have is how we react to that um, So that the most important person may be the person that you have no idea. And, and I have two hilarious examples. Um, when I went for uh, an interview at my, the company I was working for as a graduate, um, I was taken to someone's leaving to do a hilarious interview. And uh, it was down a pub, you know, in England we have with, with pubs. And this guy kept trying to talk to me and I hadn't been introduced to him. I didn't know who he was. Um, And at the time, this is back in the early 90s, he was smoking. And I'd borrowed one of my close friend's suits for my second interview. And so I was desperate not to engage with this guy because I was going to have to get this suit dry cleaned because he was smoking. So I was trying very hard to kind of keep him at a distance. And uh, I was very polite because I was, you know, again, you should always be polite to everybody, even people that aren't being polite to you. Um, But I was very mindful that I had kind of two different. Uh, dynamics going on and situations for me to um, to manage. So I, I engaged with him. We talked a little bit, and then you know I, I was uh, the group that I had been brought in with talking to me, um, and I got the job. And in my first week, I was in the canteen and someone said, Oh, you need to meet the vice president. And this was the vice president of the whole of uh, Europe, Middle East, and Africa. And there was one VP that of the whole group, and it was a big company. Um, You know, a couple of hundred thousand, uh, sorry, a hundred thousand people. And uh, there's a time, this is, and it was the vice president. Now, he was actually really impressed that I hadn't treated him any differently because he was the vice president. And that first day in the office, when I went in, my father said to me, you know, remember when you walk in, that receptionist. Is one of the most connected people in the business and the most important people you. She will tell you who's in the building, who's out the building, what kind of mood they're in when you go in for that for that meeting. And there's that element that you you mustn't take, which is how do I use this person? It's mutuality, what you can give to each other. And probably one of my proudest moments was when I left the company after 24 years. I stayed there for 24 years. I had a world of time before I joined IBM. Um, was my leaving do. Um, the receptionist actually came to my leaving do as well as some very senior managers as well as people that worked with me or for me in my organisation and that to me was hugely important that it's not about I don't care how many levels of people up send me messages I care about the relationship I have with that person mm-hmm. and the relationship I have in a 360 uh, environment so I think there's some there's a lot of lessons that you can learn just by thinking, you know, we also treat people how you want to be treated, but being really mindful about, am I doing that? Am I being authentic? And the person that's come to talk to you doesn't matter what your position in the company is. There's some great stories around, you know, can I talk to you? Yes, in in, I will be free at 1030. Not I'm too busy. I'm sorry. Talk to my secretary, my Mm. assistant, but find the time genuinely think about that person it, particularly the more senior are somebody would have taken a lot potentially to come and talk to you um a lot of people are uh, worried about hierarchy so if somebody more junior has taken the time to find you it's probably really important to them that you find the time to talk to them because that thing is really important to them
2: but mm-hmm. uh, any little tip or recommendation how to you know be more open to the others or what how what kind of practice we could follow
1: uh two tips uh, before you greet somebody say in your mind i love you to them and you'll notice that uh like in, not out loud but say that you know i walk into a room and i just just like in my mind say i love you right already you like start to smile and you feel better and another tip is that imagine if this person that you're interacting with it's our, it's their last day on earth that you know that they're gonna to die today uh and you can't tell them how would that interaction be with that person it'd be very deep you know you'd have a lot of focus and presence with that person so love and imagine that they're gonna leave soon
0: and and pat i think one of the times that that's even more important is when there might already be friction or frustration in that situation and i was coaching exactly. somebody on this recently and said it's really hard to do, but if you can walk into that room as if you're going to meet your best friend that you haven't seen for a long time, and you're really excited about meeting them, you're treating them differently. And if you dread it, and if you don't want to go in there, or you're with them, or you're thinking, oh, how is this going to turn out? That is what will happen. You know, if you believe what will happen, it will happen. But if okay. you go, go in there thinking, mm-hmm. great, we can sort this problem out, because nothing is insurmountable, then that's how it will be. And that thinking about that meeting and being as happy going into that meeting and i don't mean blasé and i don't mean not taking it seriously i mean genuinely connecting and thinking this person also wants a good outcome and being mindful of them and their situation and how you present yourself when you come in i think is is a hugely important part
2: including this meeting is virtual and it's not only physical being there with somebody but even if you meet them on whatever virtual tool video communication or phone it, it, it you use the same kind of guidelines please uh it's time for our mindful minute so kerry or pat uh, any who has the mindful minute for for us of course that we need to be barefoot so let me take out my shoes as well for for our mind <laughs> okay
1: and uh m- Carrie, maybe you have some uh short minute grounding technique you could show us that you've learned.
0: So I sit with my fingers laced together, um, because I actually uh, prefer that. Some people put their hands on their knees that can feel slightly less um, grounded for some because it may not be a position you're used to sitting in, and, and I happily lace my fingers. Um, relax your shoulders. Uh, just you know, think about your posture, put your, your back straight, and think about where your feet are. Think about what your feet are connected with. Think about how each of your toes feels. Um, you can't see, but I'm just thinking about my hands, my fingers, thinking about what's around me, and actually, it's silence. Um, so the dog's not snoring. And relaxing into that moment uh, as you connect.
2: So very nice. Everybody barefoot from today in the office. Uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry, there are no companies that have this as a, uh, you know the dress code. Usually, you see above. Usually, so you can you can try. But this is a very good tips. Thank you a lot, Carrie. Thank you a lot, Fariborz, for being here uh, with us with the present show. Thank you as usual uh, to Mindful Pat. Uh, Pat, I leave the last word to you as usual. Uh, bye bye, everybody, and see you next week. And one final information: Remember that present show is also on iTunes, so you can actually search for us on iTunes podcast. And and every time there is a new depression show, you will actually see uh, a new episode that is popping out, so you can listen to us in the car or whatever as you want.
1: Final words for me is just stay grounded and respectful and open to all.
0: Thanks. You're never too too high up to die. <laughs>